What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. Today, I am in beautiful Columbus, Georgia, not Columbus, Ohio, visiting with my guy, A.J. Harris. Top 30 ranked player now at Phoenix City, Alabama Central High School after two years at Glenwood School in Columbus, Georgia. Let's just start there because the last time you and I were supposed to talk was October. My mother died after the Maryland game visit, so I didn't get a chance to catch up with you then. And so we haven't had a real, you and I haven't had a heart to heart in a while, AJ. So let's just, let's just dive into that. Like talk about this move to Phoenix City Central and why it was important for you as you head into this spring summer, because you're not doing like the camp circuits that you did last year. You don't have to go out there and make yourself a big name anymore. Everyone knows who you are. Why was it important for you personally to make that move? Um, it, it was personal for me just to, to just compete with the highest level players. Um, we have, I, I'm surrounded a, a, around nothing but ball players now. Um, Carmelo English being a four star wide receiver. I get to battle with him every day. Um, Tamarion Parker, another four star. And, and, and it's a lot more competition daily, and it just pushes me to bring my my A game every time. So, um, really, just just a better business decision because at the end of the day, um, I don't want to get to college and be surprised by anything. So, um, just used to being in a competitive atmosphere, and um, I, I think I'm definitely getting that. We're, we're working hard, and the atmosphere is there. We're definitely being prepared and groomed for the next level. I think the interesting thing about that to me is that most kids in your position who needed to go out and, and test that, uh, you know, experience metal against higher quality competition, they always seem to go to IMG, right? Why was it important for you to stay home to, to do this for yourself as opposed to going to IMG? Um, cause I, I made my name down here. Um, I want to be, be, um, where my mom and dad could come watch me for my senior year and, um, Really, I just want to do it in this area where I can enjoy my, my, my last last year of high school before, you know, it does become a, a, a true business. But, um, I mean, Central has everything offered that any other big program will offer. Uh, we play IMG this year. We, we play Hewitt. We play the big names. So it's, it, it's the same thing just in my area. Do you automatically or have you quickly felt the adjustment that you had to make? Because, again, talent-wise, no one I don't think anyone's doubted your natural ability as a cornerback, as an athlete. But when you're playing at a level that is generally lower than you are capable of getting to, it's easy to get complacent at times. It's easy to not feel like you have to go a 1,000% because you can go half that and still be better than most people. Which, yeah, I, I would definitely admit um – Last year probably wasn't my best year because, like you said, it is easy for me to be complacent due to me knowing that, you know, okay, I'm the better one of the better players out here, so I don't have to give 110% every day, which is really why I made the the move because um, I loved everything about Glenwood. Um, It's where I got my offers. Um, I made lifelong friends at Glenwood. But for me, it, it is, you know, you grow through uncomfort, being uncomfortable, so... Um, I just feel like I have to bring my A game every time. So that 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 was really was big for me in making that transition. And yeah, you can definitely notice it. Like every day, 
you, it, it's no it's no days off yeah. at all. They push you every day. Are you finding that you actually want that and yes. that you like it? Yes, I love it. I that, that's what I was searching for. Like um, it it's just like me and Tamarion Parker, the four star. We, we we battle over stuff like who will be there first, like who's the first person in the facility. So we waking up at six o'clock just to be there at six thirty. So it's stuff like that. Second mile living that Coach Nick says that it, it just is getting you prepared for the next level because you won't come in and start unless you're second mile living and doing the, the different things to, to you know, be a day one starter or at least get some get on the field early. Tamarion Parker is a defensive lineman at Central who Ohio State has offered. The Buckeyes are in his top five. We cover Ohio State on Letterman Row, so we're going to veer slightly <laughs> towards your actual recruitment now, which has also taken some changes in the last couple months. I mean, you more than maybe anybody in the country um, are an example of how the business of college football can really mess with high school athletes. Because if we're being frank, five months ago, you probably were talking Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, maybe Notre Dame in there, all those schools had huge coaching changes in the last five months. In that time, you see Florida elevate in your recruitment, who has been helped because of a coaching change. You see uh, North Carolina elevate. in the, They're the one school that has had stability, it seems like, as a coaching stuff. Have you had a chance to really just sit down and say, what the? how am I supposed to keep up with this? I mean, has it taught you something about what this business really is? Uh, yes, it shows you that... Um First off, it just shows you that um, nobody owes you anything. You just have to um, make the best decision for yourself. And um, it it, kind of is a selfish decision. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. And that's something that I've learned um, because I I built great relationships with, with, like, every coach that was in my top school has almost left. So it's just like, wow, that that, it kind of just – it. It doesn't feel right because you would, you know, they tell you they're gonna be there, but they don't end up being there. So now you're like, dang, you you weren't a man of your word. But at the at the end of the day, it kind of shows you that this is a business, and you must treat it as such, or 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 you just you you won't end up making the best decision for yourself. So um, I, I I've had to slow down um and decompress because I was ready to make my decision um a while back but um the program that i would would end up committing to had a coaching change so it's just like just slow everything down and um and and address everything as if it is a business like you know you have to use me and i know i have to use you so what can we both get out of each other now that's not a spoiler alert okay every school that we just mentioned had a coaching change so it could have been any one of those schools he's wearing all this north carolina blue today (laughs) and florida blue today um or or michigan blue or ucla blue or uh, university of arizona blue are you telling us that you're a wildcat all the way no i'm not gonna say that i'm not gonna say that. so ohio state did have a coaching change and they had a pretty big one because the best i think and again you can definitely tell me i'm i'm wrong i'm used to that i am married um, if it seemed like your best individual relationship with the coach was with Kerry Combs at Ohio State. When Coach Combs left, there was infamously or famously a quote from your father about uh, not hearing from Ohio State yet, and they're kind of like, what the heck's going on? 
How have things changed since you had begun hearing from Tim Walton? Obviously, Ryan Day has been involved, but you know, in the last month since Tim Walton took over at cornerbacks coach for Ohio State, how has that relationship healed? It's been a complete 360, and it's definitely healed well. Um, I, I will almost go on the limb to say that me and Tim Walton talk daily. Um, um, and now, I'm not going to say I respond every day because I am a busy young man, but he always just makes the effort and shows that, like, You are yes, one of the we, worst texters in this class of 2020. That's because, you know, kids be on their phone, but I'm not one of those kids. I, I'm not on my phone. I got school to worry about. I got football to worry about, you know, becoming a better follower of Christ, things like that. So I'm not always on my phone, but I do make sure that, you know, when I am on the phone and I see Tim Watts text me to just give him a call and see see what's going on in his week because, I know he's making adjustments from the NFL back to the league. So he just tells me, like, what's the biggest adjustments and just telling me all these players that he's coached that's went on to the next level to, to do great things. So, um, that, that, that's definitely, he, he's built one of the better relationships with me. And, um, like you said, Co- Coach Coombs, that, that was my guy, but, um, I could see Coach Walton was a great hire. You know, I think it's interesting when you look at, the difference between a guy like Tim Walton and Kerry Combs. Tim Walton played at Ohio State. Um, he coached in the NFL for 15 years. Can you give me an example of something about that relationship that he's either said differently or or pointed out differently about your game after watching the guys he's watched in the league? I mean, it's got to be hard for a guy like Tim Walton, who's spent the last 15 years coaching guys like Jalen Ramsey, to turn around and look at a 17-year-old or 18-year-old and say, oh, you're, you can be this or that. What makes you confident in his ability to assess your future? Um, what makes me confident is um, the, all these coaches will tell you what you want to hear. And um, I'm not that type of person. I, I, I really I, I don't care to hear all the good stuff. I mean, it, it is okay. But um, I'd rather hear what I need to improve on because, I mean, I have so much more room for improvement. So for you to just tell me you're good, you're going to be this NFL star, it, it, it's just – filling your head a, a, a lie so far because you you still have I still have so much further to go to even say that okay you could be this NFL superstar one day so one thing about coach Walton is he always tells me like you know you still have a long way to go in and, and you still have this to work on this to work on and and I'm like yes that's what I want to hear I don't want to hear that AJ you just this great ball player because I understand that I do have so much to work on and I'm I have a high ceiling because I've only been playing DB for two years. Now, what is it that you, as you look ahead to the senior season at Central, first time you're really going to be kind of under that spotlight of, of like competition in, in a lot of cases? What is it that you've seen that you had to work on the most? Um, staying confident in my technique. Um, sometimes when, when, when it's time for me to, to really buckle down on my technique, knowing that that's what I need to do, I rely on my athletic ability because I know I am so athletic. But um, my my trainers, Damian Daniels and Oliver Davis, have tarped on me, and I have did so many one-on-ones this offseason just making sure that I always do the the technique that I know I'm supposed to do. So just staying confident in it because, you know, as you continue to rep, the the um, making sure you kick step, play with your feet first and things of that nature, it just all becomes secondhand and you just – you, you just play like that naturally. So I've did a lot of one-on-ones just making sure that, that I don't play, play overly physical. 
um, because I I have did that in the past, making sure that uh, my instep and kickstep and things of that nature. So just making sure that I stay confident in in everything that my trainers are teaching me. Speaking of one-on-one stuff, you've done a lot of one-on-one stuff with coaches in the last month. January was busy. You went to Florida for the first time, kind of gave a a look to the, the staff there. We are in a dead period again. It ends in a few days. But what is the plan from here for you in March? I know that you know you you want to get to Ohio State end of the month. You're going to go back to Florida. You're going to go back to North Carolina. What else is sort of on the agenda to get you to a point where you're back to where you were three months ago, when you had a, a decision in your mind? Um, just stay true to the guys who have been truthful to me, um, like Coach Day. I know Coach Day has not lied to me. So giving giving programs like that uh, another visit, uh, hopefully in the March, beginning of April. Um, and then, like, just the genuine coaching staff that have been real with me throughout this process because that's what matters most to me. So um, probably giving um, UNC, Florida, Ohio State, and Clemson another visit before I know, you know, I'm back in that, that mindset, okay, I know where I might want to go again. How important is it at a place like Ohio State? It is the only place that's far away from home. How important are the relationships with the other commitments and the players that they're recruiting in that class? Because the Buckeyes may not have the largest 2023 class yet. There's five commitments, but I know you're tight with Luke Montgomery. I know that there's been relationships built with other players and that they're recruiting. How important is it to get there at a time when those guys are on campus so you can check out how that all works in person? Um, it that is actually important because when you are far away from home, um, you you will get homesick. I know I will get homesick. So just being around guys that could lift me up and be like, man, you're okay. Um, understand why you're here and things of that nature. Just guys that that I know that are always demand the best out of me, and, and just guys that'll be there for me, knowing that I'm far away from home. That does matter. But um. I built a great relationship with, with, with guys like C.J. Hicks and Sonny Styles in the 22 class. So I already know, like, Ohio State doesn't just bring in anybody. They bring in top-tier people as well, more than just athletes. How, how difficult was it for you to hear Sonny was leaving your class? Because I know you and Sonny had talked a lot about building a class of 2023 together somewhere. Could have been Clemson. I'm not going to say it was only Ohio State. <laughs> he is wearing a lot of blue. Um <laughs> And, you know, Sonny was really considering Florida as well. I mean, there's other things that were at play. But when you hear about Sonny making that decision to reclassify, when you see Quinn Ewers doing what he did, when you hear all these options, was there ever a thought for you, because you're an older guy in your class, was there a thought to do that instead of going to Central? Um, yes, it was at times. Because um, at the end of the day, I know that, you know, I would end up at college, but it was just a, a matter of fact of did I want to stay home under my parents for one more year and, and just enjoy that time, or do I just want to go ahead and, and jump into the business side of things and and just get ready for college? But um, I, I did end up picking Central, like I said, to be to be with my family for one more year before I do go take care of business. Has have you seen any change in the way that your recruitment's been handled by the media? I mean, you're a guy that. We have a pretty good relationship, I think. I mean, I don't talk to you often because I don't, I don't want to bug you, and I know you're bad on your phone. Um, <laughs> but, like, no one has taken it serious 
I don't think that you would actually consider going to Ohio State. Do you have any idea why that is? Uh, it's because I'm a kid from down south. Um, I was raised here. But many people don't really know my background of, of me being raised in Germany for, for seven plus years, eight years, nine years. Um, me being born and, and raised for most of my childhood in California. Many kids don't know that that I'm not just this kid from down south. And, and I'm willing to do anything to, to make my dreams come true of playing in the NFL. Rather that's moving 10 hours away from my family, staying close to home. I, I really don't care as long as I'm I'm in the right hands. Um, I'm respected, and, um, and and just I know that I will get developed. That that's what matters most to me. So um, people just think I'm just this kid from down south that's gonna stay home. But I'm willing to do anything to to take care of business and and just be developed by a top tier program. If you ended up at Ohio State, Hero Canoe, who just signed, obviously is from Germany. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to Hero about like building a schnitzel business? No, or? we might need to. I might need to talk to him about that one. Maybe you guys can build a Columbus schnitzel house or something. <laughs> NIL is huge. I'm sure there is a huge German village in Columbus where Thurman's restaurant is, which is the best mm-hmm. burger place in, in Columbus if you're going to go. Um, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of other things that you could talk about with, with Hero, who is one of, if you've never talked to him, just talk to Hero Canoe. That dude is a, <laughs> that is a guy that, if you're talking about like just energy, Hero Canoe is an energy guy. Like that is, that is someone that m- people should just know in their life. He you is. Need, you need some of those guys in your life. Super optimistic, just a great, funny kid to talk to. So, and, and that's the beauty of this entire process, right? You've had an opportunity to meet so many people from all over the country out in California at the opening last mm-hmm. year. You're, you're with CJ and, and, and Xavier Wampa and all those other guys. I mean, and I want to go back to that week in California because you were one of the younger guys there. You were one of the only 2023 20, prospects out there. Was that a, like a barometer for you to say, hey, I do belong here? And, and I don't mean to keep coming back to this decision to transfer school, but I think it's important to talk, to get into your mentality. Was that one of those moments where you're like, I, I actually do belong here? Yes, most definitely. Cause like you said, uh, I, I, with me going to Glenwood, people did say like uh, he goes to a smaller school, so so maybe he's scared to compete, or maybe he's not that good because the talent he plays. But like when you go into California and, and play against the best twenty twos, and, and you still take care of business and be labeled one of the top dogs of that camp, it speaks volumes. So um, that that was one of the barometers. But now the ultimate barometer is doing it in pads, and yeah. this is something that I'm so ready to do. Um, just ready to to just show everybody like that wasn't a fluke. Like I I, I think I've worked the hardest this offseason than I ever have. So I'm very anxious to show everybody like this is what I've been working for, and I am who I say I am, and you will see it. Well, it's it's fun to watch because there are so many guys in your position that are comfortable with being comfortable, and it is important because you know. That next step is going to be a lot harder than even this one you've already taken. So it's just, it's, it speaks a lot about you and, and your family to say, Hey, we, we need to make this happen. So you've had a decision date. It was maybe in December. Then it was January 11th. January 11th got pushed back because of all the coaching changes all, all around the country. You're going to take all these visits in, in March and early April. AJ, what's the, what's the vision? 
from here as far as like, is there another special date that maybe you're going to aim for? January 11th was your birthday. Like, is there a, is there another special date out there that you're like, okay, that's the one I'm going for? I don't want to put a date on it anymore because, um, but, but you have one in mind. Maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> because you see uh, that I have it in mind, but I'm not, I'm not going to let everybody know because like you said, anything could happen because I did not see all those culture changes coming. So that's why I put a date, January 11th. But um, I, I do have a date in mind. But um, hopefully after these visits, I'll be able to tell you something, bro. All right. Well, I'll be back. Yes, sir. And, Most definitely. Uh, okay. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This is AJ Harris. This has been Bermanology on Letterman Row. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.